Bosch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Strike Faults. Pete, we're in person. Back. Nice back. to meet you. It's all over, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. There's no more corona. No, the, 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 <laughs> no, the, the people are still dying. Keep your masks on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love your pictures you send them and your beard's like... Oh, don't. That's it. That's like, that, that's, we're told to like... Obviously, when you buy your machines, I still have mine on. I have mine on all day, but I sort of pull it down a bit. like, And then when I go walking around, I'll put it back up and then I'll pull it. It's just like... But it's fucking... Yeah. Just saying, just saying to you, my fucking ears are <laughs> fucked. You think he's pushing your ears out a little yeah, bit more? Yeah, it is. I'm going to have to have them pinned back after. <laughs> I've, obviously, I've been working. I work in a bank, don't I? So now... Um, from tomorrow, today is the 23rd of July, tomorrow is the 24th, it's going to be mandatory for customers to wear the masks, but it's not mandatory for us. It's taking long enough, isn't it? I know. Like, what is the point now? Surely it's too fucking late. That's my nutting. Anyway, welcome yeah, back. No, um, we're talking fighting today, Peter. We are two cards behind, um, and there's some really, really good fights to actually talk about, so we'll just get through them as quick as we can, and then we will come on to what's happening this weekend. Pete. We can start with it if you want. Actually, um, we've got no. Actually, let's 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 save it for let's save it for last. I'm just so excited about yeah, it. I can't wait. I yeah, can't yeah. wait. So UFC Fight Island one. It was uh, Danny Gay against Calvin Cater. Um, the reason why I want to go through the whole card is because there were some fucking banging fights on there. Now you're probably not even going to remember them, no. but I'll refresh your memory. So the first one was Jared Golden against Chris Fishgold. Um, Fishgold didn't make weight on this one, and I just wanted to ask you. About making weight, Pete. When fighters don't make weight, it makes him ineligible for bonuses and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, to, to be honest, I think there should be like bigger penalties for like how big the weight cut is or the, 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 like the misses. If it's like half a pound or something ridiculous like that, and the person's really trying, and I don't know. But when people come in like three, four three, pounds, four over pounds. Weight, it's just like what are you doing? Yeah, like, no. And they must have known during the week like they weren't on target, and they. I reckon maybe they get to the point where they're like, look, I'm not going to make it. I'm just going to kill myself trying to make it. So mm. I'll, just, I'll just carry on. But It's a weird one, man. That's, that's, what, the whole, that's what I mean. The whole weight, weight cutting thing is just like, it seems like it should be coming to an end now or like there should be a new form of how they do it. Mm. I don't know how, but like, um, yes, yeah, I don't know. But then you look at, well, obviously we're going to come on to it later, but then you look at people that are like, maybe lost fights to people that didn't make weight. Yep. And they'll probably use that as an excuse of like, oh, he was two pounds over. I, I don't know whether that, that really have a difference. Are you going to have that much more power in your but punches? Yeah, like just but... two pounds and it's like, but then obviously we've proven it doesn't really, did, well, it didn't really matter with Figueredo. No. Um, yeah, well, he didn't make weight, so he was ineligible for bonus. That's, that was Chris Fishgold. This was a featherweight fight. Um, it was a really close first round, a couple of guillotine attempts. Um, it was a unanimous decision win in the end for Gordon. Um, and after the fight, very emotional. He's talking about his misses. Here's the thing, right? You know when we watch a fight, especially now where you're a bit more on the socials and stuff than I am, and the reason why is, like, basically, I, on my personal page, I've unfollowed everything, unfollowed everything MMA-related, and then on the Strike Force page, which I control, obviously, I've got everything MMA related there. The reason why I've unfollowed everything is because the amount of times I've been fucked over the morning after oh, yeah, yeah. when I'm trying to not find out and then oh, I accidentally yeah. open sank. Don't you done it this weekend. <laughs> so annoying, man. So I don't follow anything. So I don't really see like the backstage gossip and I am only really interested in the fights. However, what you don't see with stuff like this is 
I don't know anything about Jared Gordon or Chris Fishgold. And then after the interview, you just see this fighter dig out a massive win. And then in the interview, he's talking about his missus had a, his missus just had a miscarriage. She was 10 weeks in. She then tested positive for Corona. His corner men then tested positive for Corona. So he couldn't have any corner men. And then he had to, he had to have Paul Felder in his corner. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. this guy. And yeah, it's like, yeah. mate, you have just been through all of that. Mm. And all I see is the fight. Yeah. Do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's so much that goes into it. That's why I think it's good having all this. Like, I, I don't, I try to stay off social media or try and not go on it as much as possible. But mm. like, it's good even having like, with like even like podcasts and stuff. Like the amount of people I've disliked or not for no particular reason where I'm just like, I don't really like that guy or the way he carries himself. Right. And then I hear him on a podcast. And I'm yep. like, fucking hell, he's totally just not what I like, thought. Like, um, yeah. Triple C. Yeah. Even, even though that's his, that's his gimmick, he's meant to like niggle at people and try and make them a little bit like not like him. And it's like, and then you hear him in person and it's all, it was all just a joke. And he just, like, I was actually pissing myself laughing when he said, um, uh, when he said that the agenda championship, when he was calling for that. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm reading that on my phone. Like, you what, cunt? Fucking, how dare you? And then like, you hear him on, on Joe Rogan and it's like, no, someone told me to do that. Like he didn't. I don't think he said who. He was like, "Yeah, someone quite famous dared me to do it and track it on social media." And I was like, "Oh man, that's fucking hilarious." Of course, it's a gimmick. <laughs> of course, that's how they get you. Do you know what? It's things like that as well. Like you have to remember, Pete. And I always say this to people: like, even when it comes to people like the Kardashians and stuff like that, people watch the like the TV program about them and think they know these people. Mm. Like we don't know anything about no, these no. people. It's like people talk about Abdul, what's his name? Abdul Aziz or whatever his yeah, name yeah. is. People are like, you just look at him and you think, cunt. Yeah. Like, yeah and yeah. then you hear about all his clients yeah. and they're like, mate, everyone loves yeah, he him. He must be a good guy, but then everyone's good. There's always going to be people that don't like certain people or exactly. they'll go to one side or the other, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Felder was hilarious, obviously, in the geezer's corner. And then after the guy won, he tweeted out saying, um, yeah, like, I'll expect my bonus or whatever. <laughs> so that was that was funny. Um, the commentary team, Pete, on this one was Felder, Bisping, Anik. So no, it was Felder, Bisping and John. God, I can't remember the geezer's name. He's an English guy as well. Okay. So you had Bisping, Felder and another English guy. Felder is the perfect person with Bisping. Like, because they both have a laugh yeah. and then they both also know what the fuck they're talking mm. about as well. So that is really, really good. Um, they were talking about how they were like both washed up and that is fucking hilarious. Um, okay, so the next one is Modestas Bukowskas against Andreas um, Michalides um, or Michalides, can't remember his name, light heavyweight. Um, Bukowskas is trained by his dad and he's a British Lithuanian. So obviously as soon as I see the British flag, I'm like, go on. Um, it was his UFC debut. It was quite a weird finish to the fight, Pete. I don't know if you remember this. Um, Andreas got hit with some elbows um, to the, maybe to the back of the head, to the side of the head, the round finish. He stood, stayed on the ground and then he fell through the door. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I saw the highlight. Yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, because I think the ref was, he was having a close look at him and he was, the guy was sort of like, it's almost like he was complaining. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, whoop. <laughs> Rolled back. <laughs> yeah, I, swear his, I swear his team was trying to hold him like, no, 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 he's fine. It was like. It was the, a good stoppage. I, that, I, bro, point, I'm I so glad you said that. I he, think it's a good stoppage. Even though you, you could, the guy could argue, look, I've got, how long did I get in the corner? A minute? A minute, yeah. A minute. Some people can recover like really well in a minute. Yeah. And, and fair, like the fight ain't going on, so he's not going to take any shots in that minute. It's just 
I don't know, maybe could they have given him the lift the ref looked at him for that whole minute and then decided, I don't know, but maybe, but I think first of all, when the fight finishes, if you're not up straight away, I'm sorry, like you're not yeah, you need to get up. It's yeah. not a re- it's not I know it's a rest period, but you you have to get up and walk back to your corner, mate. Just left there <laughs> <a> <laughs> fucking led there. Back up there. Who was that heavyweight who lied with his he led and put his feet up on the stool? Like oh, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. doing that, that's fair yeah. enough. But mate, he he he's, he basically got up, fell through the and I know that he didn't stumble. He, he went to lean against the fence, but the door opened yeah. and he fell through it. And then the ref was just like, fuck, I know, yeah. done, yes, done. So. Yeah, I think a good stoppage. Um, but it was, yeah, they called it TKO by elbows. And it is a, you know, there's a, a, a thin line between the back of the head and the side of the head. Yeah. But they were, they look like fair shots to me. You always see them ones like up against the cage. Them, yeah. them elbows always do damage. They looked like a fair stoppage to me. And then there was a few tweets. What do you think, Pete? About these tweets that they keep showing on the side during the fight, have you like? What do you think about it? Um, as long as it doesn't distract me from like a fucking knockout or something <laughs> like that, I don't. Some yeah, some are alright, and then I don't know why they oh they've started doing that. I maybe haven't just to, I maybe no to make idea. it more interactive with fans to like. But there's never any fans. It's all celebrities. Oh, is it just celebrities? It's all fighters. Oh, okay. It's all fighters and celebrities. Sure? I've, yeah, I've seen some. Like, oh, maybe they're like odds makers and shit like that. Yeah, but, it's odds um, makers, fighters. I haven't really. If they do, maybe they do fans. I haven't seen I'm it. I'm gonna get on it <laughs> yeah, mate, this weekend. That needs to be the. That ne- <laughs> I should need to do it from the Strikeforts account. Fucking come on, Strikeforts. Photos up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like it. I don't know why they're doing it. Yeah, maybe like during the during the corner when when there's like the minute break they could have little things come up people what their thoughts are and then go back to the fight it's like it's a bit, you wouldn't have that anywhere else I don't think I don't get it I don't understand it why football matches on and you fucking got people come come on the yeah. boys or like what's the why fucking don't do it on football yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so it's a good stoppage and fair play to um, Bukowski I love a British fighter in there obviously repping for Lithuania and for Britain as well well, now that the camera's on, my secrets are giving away, mate. I'm on my phone. I'm not doing this all from the top of my head. Um, <laughs> Leroy Murphy was the next fight against Ricardo Ramos in the featherweight division. Bruv, again, I, I'm hoping you watch these fights. Ramos kept throwing a Rabona leg kick. Did you see this? No. Right. Just, I, there was, I don't know whether it was both of these. My prelims haven't taped. It's just, okay. It's just recorded the main events, but... Um, so Murphy won because um, he he landed some big shots um, and uh, it was yeah he just basically won um, with, with a stoppage. He was throwing Rabona leg kicks. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Why would he be throwing that? I don't know. I've it, seen people do it before, and it's like, why are you doing that? It was they. It has no power. Like it was. I think Bisping was getting vexed. Bisping was like. You need to stop doing that. <laughs> like, he knows they it's can hear him. Like, maybe do it once just to throw the person off and be like, oh, what? you don't know what's coming. But yeah. to continue doing it, like... Don't get it. Don't get it. Um, uh, yeah, it just didn't make any sense and he obviously lost the fight. Um, then there was John Phillips against Kazma Kimaev. And, mate, Kimaev just, uh, just absolutely dominant here. Um, he, he kept throwing punches this bit here. Because it's not covered by a glove. Okay. And he was. I never. I've never seen that before. Every single fight that's happening recently, they're doing stuff that I haven't seen before. So he had him in a rear naked choke, and then he was punching him with these, and they were going, "Oh, like he's not. He's what? What? He's like they called it um, 
uh, like an inverted hammer fist, but yeah, it's not a hammer fist. Cut him or yeah, bro, oh. he was beating him up badly, and I was thinking that's fucking mad. Mm. Like it was really, really good. Anyway, busted him up. Um, second round finish, he got him with a dash choke. So it was really, really impressive there from Kimaev, and he was just like, in, the, in his post fight interview, he was just like anybody I smashed him, anybody. And I was like, mate, <laughs> so, I believe you. Who's that sound like? I believe you. Is that Khabib? <laughs> it's exactly like Khabib. I was thinking he sounded exactly like him. Um, and then we're moving on to the main card quickly. Is Abdul Razak Al Hassan against Munir Aziz in the welterweight? It was a really really good round from Al Hassan to start with um, but a really really um, good chin um, from uh, from from Munir this was like just a massive um, a massive war between these two uh, and Munir won this one 2-1 then we had Molly McCann from the UK against Taylor Santos Molly from Liverpool did you Ooh, see this one yeah I did see that one that was the did you see the stare down yeah that I did fucking, that was the yeah, that was the one that I wanted to watch because of the way they was just that looked I don't know did it looked like there was some like animosity there, but they didn't like as if they had previous or something. It was just like Jesus, what, what's going on? Here? When I watched it, when I was I've written, like I remember watching this fight, and you know when England play Brazil in football, mm. you fucking proper get behind it, <laughs> and then the Brazilians always like dirty. Oh yeah, yeah, we've got it's just the fans as well, I guess like. Two fucking wicked sets of fans. Yeah, and this is what it felt like for me. Like watching this fight, I was like, oh, this is a bit like that. And then, bruv, um, she pulled her hair. That was it, yeah, first round, wasn't it? Dirty. Like, Don't want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, dirty reminded me of like no. fucking, do you know what I mean? Ronaldinho, Rivaldo doing really a little. Thought about that. Maybe that's happened before and no one's seen it, but like. She's pulling her hair. A proper dirty. Proper dirty. Is this the same, is this that same ref? The like bald guy, the like the one who was standing people up quick. Yeah, he's fucking wicked. I like him now. <laughs> At first, when I saw him with the first two stand ups in maybe the previous event, I was like, "Why is he standing people up so quick, man? It's stupid! Like, let him work." And then he was doing some other stuff and that, and I was like, "No, he's like, he's fucking." I think they were quick stand ups, Pete. I think they were quick stand. Even I, the comment, no, I think they was. That's that's why when I but then he done some other stuff afterwards. It was actually really good. Like he. I mean, he was he he was the guy that stopped the guy that fell out the cage. Right? Yeah, hear him. Yeah, yeah. Like, little things he's doing like is good, I guess. But I yeah. felt like it rocked him a little bit because then for the rest of it, I feel like Herb Herb Dean's my favourite ref. Do you know why? You don't hear from him. Mm. You don't see him a lot. Like you only see when the fight's over. That's it. Yeah. If, if you're a ref, I don't. I feel like he's in a rush to get involved. Like, maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just feels like I don't know. It's difficult. It's a difficult well, job. Pull, at least. So. Yeah, well, fair play. <laughs> yeah, dirty hair pulling, dirty. Um, a good little crop peak coming from England. Liverpool seems to be a bit of a hub at the moment. Fishgold, Molly McCann, Till, um, they all sounded like they had, you know, I've got an ear for it, obviously. They sounded like they had Scousers in the corner. A nice little hub for MMA in Liverpool. Yeah. Really, really good. Molly got outclassed here, to be honest, by Santos. Uh, it was just obviously a unanimous decision. Didn't knock her out. Molly did keep coming, showed good heart, but yeah, it was just outclassed there. Uh, just moving on to the, some of the main fights then. Jimmy Rivera against Cody Stamen, Pete. Uh, big fight for me, this. Uh, Cody's number nine ranked in the bantamweight. Jimmy's number eight in the bantamweight, so they're both moving up to featherweight. So that was a weird one. Okay. Um, yeah, really, really good fight. Pretty much non-stop action. Uh, but Jimmy Rivera with the win. Um, I was uh, sending a few emails during this fight, I'll be honest. So I didn't catch it all, but oh, it was... Pure, I was just going to say, like, from where we saw Stamen the other week against... Um, uh, Sterling. Keller, no, Kelleher. Oh, yeah, Brian Kelleher. Do you know what I mean? Like, And we saw him, like, the power that he's got. And Stamen sort of stayed in the pocket and sort of done all right. But when he was, I noticed when he was fighting Rivera, it was almost like... Rivera's the next level up power. Right. It was just like he got hit a few times first round. He's just like, fuck that. Like, just, yeah, <laughs> Rivera just looks like a beast. So it's interesting they both moved up to Fairway. What do you think of that then? Hmm. I don't know. 
It's weird, isn't it? Like for them both to be ranked at bantamweight, but then they're having a fight at featherweight. It's weird. Unless it was to do with because Stamen's only just fought. Maybe. And he's just like, I don't want to do that cut again. But then, I got, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. Unless they're just looking at that bantamweight division like, nah. Yeah, in it. <laughs> Fuck that. There's too many killers. Yeah, there's too many killers in there. Um, finally, just penultimate fight of the evening. Tim Elliott against Ryan Benoit. Have you noticed now that the correct way to pronounce that name is yeah. Benoit? Is it? It's yeah. Benoit. Yeah, it's Benoit. However, no one wants to be associated with Chris Benoit. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, that's the only spelling of that name I've seen since and I was like oh um, what's the other guy's name it was Tim Elliott and Ryan like, oh, Benoit Elliot against Benoit this should be good and yeah. it's like oh no Benoit <laughs> yeah I think Chris Benoit has probably you know ruined it for everyone no one wants to be associated. the Benoit's at least <laughs> no one wants to be associated with the Benoit's so it's like Benoit but it's like <laughs> the T's ain't the T's ain't pronounced in French mate I know what that anyway it, maybe it is Benoit I don't know but it's not it's Benoit um, good first round really good exchanges um, and again it was just basically a back and forth um, kind of fight this mm. but Tim Elliott with the uh, with the win um, his post fight interview was really really good because he come out and the first thing he said was like I just want to thank Ryan because that was a great fight and it takes two people to make a great fight. Like, and I just want to thank him. He's like really my, my dance partner in there. He's really, really good. Um, and thanks to him for making the fight as well. So, um, so yeah, fair play to Tim Elliott. He wins that one um, I in think he Flying Week. As well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, ben, Benoit. Yeah, Benoit. Um, right, <laughs> and then it was Danny Ege against Calvin Cater. Pete, what did you think of this fight? Yeah, it was sick. It was, it was so really, good. Like, it was really interesting to the at the start, and then once Cater just sort of like. It's almost like he adjusted and just sort of got into his rhythm. And and the nose, I thought the nose was going to be a big problem. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, it's not going to be another, like, cowboy situation. Like, and he kept, a few times he was, like, like small little, like, blowing it out. Yeah. I was just like, don't fucking keep blowing that. And then it's almost like the corner man fucking got it back to perfect. It Mad. didn't really bleed that much after that. Mm. And it was just, yeah, he just sort of went away. It's just, that gives his class. Like, I think he's he's definitely, like, championship material. 100%, 100%. The featherweight division stacked, mm. but he is one of the fucking absolute killers in that division. His hands, bruv. No, it's like the bo- yeah, boxing-wise, I don't think... Actual technical boxing, I'm not sure there's anyone I've seen better lately. Like, there's mm-hmm. people with good hands, like Masvidal, he's got power and stuff, and he sets stuff up, but actual just boxing, he's, like, he's a sick... Phenomenal. Uh, Jan, I'd say Jan's got some good hands yeah. on him as well, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I haven't seen like the technique and the, the accuracy as well, yeah, like just it. unbelievable. Um Really, really good change to the end of the fight, Pete. And I've always said this. They interviewed Dan Ige after the fight as well. Did you see the post-fights? I can't remember. They interviewed Dan Ige. And it's like, look, he ain't been knocked out. Yeah, did see. Yeah, he's pretty battered. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Pre- he's pretty battered. But he hasn't been knocked out. He's still coherent. Like, why are you only interviewing? Like, I want to hear from everybody. Like, yeah. uh, in football, you they interview both managers and yeah, both yeah. teams. Like, I want to hear from him. Um, so it was a really, really good change, quite a refreshing change. They interviewed him. Ige was very gracious and humble. Um, just basically said, yeah, he's I, he was too much for me. Yeah. Um, like, you know, um, I, he, was, he was just a bit more technical than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cater's um, interview was, he just kind of knows he's the shit. And called out the champ straight away. Just called him out. I want to fight the. I want to fight the champ. Yeah. That'll be a good fight, Pete. There's so many good fights in that division now. It's just unbelievable, unbelievable. So yeah, that was a really, really good card. Um, we managed to nearly make it through that um, in good time. Um, we haven't waffled Pete yet. Um, right. So 
The other one was UFC Fight Island 2, I guess they're calling it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that, I was like trying to search on Google, I was like, what are they calling this? Oh, it's only number two. Because <laughs> UFC 251 wasn't UFC Fight Island 1. That was It was on Fight Island. but so it was, That was just UFC Fight Island, yeah? No. So that was UFC 251. Cool. And oh, then okay, yeah. Yeah, like, it was a pay-per-view. And then now that was UFC Fight yeah, Island. I this is Fight Island 2. It's probably too much to call it. Two five one Fight Island one. Like, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's just too much. Do you reckon they're going to keep it going? I don't know. What do you think? I think it'd be fun. I think just because of our, it's almost like I reckon Dana and that would probably be like, look, you've helped us out, right? So, and you can imagine, obviously, it'll bring money to the place mm-hmm. once they can have fans there and stuff, and everyone would be able to, yeah, just fucking. I'd fucking love to go. That'd be sick. That'd like, be so sick. Obviously, like mate Denzel, he lives out like in Dubai, and it'd just be sick to actually go there and then just be oh, there's this. Fight Island, but all the other shit you can do as well, like what Bisping and Matt Serra done with him, like the skydiving place and rock climbing and shit. It fucking looks so good. It looks mad. Yeah, I've got friends in Dubai as well. Shout out to Keith. So maybe I, uh, it'd be sick if we went, bruv. Yeah. It'd be sick. We can't even make it to a London Formula one. Formula One as well, isn't it? I've got the Formula One. Is that a Formula One track? I'm not going to watch that, mate. I'll tell no, you that. Well, but I no, we'll get in one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, UFC Fight Island 2P um, again I don't know if you watched the prelims but I'll just go through them very very quickly you had Malcolm Gordon against Amir Albazi in the bantamweight division you ain't got a chance lads no, I'm joking but yeah bantamweight division stacked um, Albazi from Iraq uh, but coming to London when he was 15 like I said as soon as I see their British fighter I instantly want him to win like just want him to win I did see this guy yeah like quite a few underdogs won on this card wasn't it? correct this. Yeah, yeah yeah I did watch these uh, yeah, it was a really, really good fight. Um, Abazi uh, took him down with a single leg. Malcolm reversed it into and ended up in Abazi's guard, but Amir catches him in a deep triangle choke. That was the first triangle choke of 2020 in the UFC. And I know there hasn't really been a lot of cards. When you think of triangle chokes, you think it's so easy to get caught in one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're in July. I know we obviously haven't had three months of our action, but it's good to get the first uh, triangle choke of the year. Great performance there from Albazi, coming England and Iraq. Um, Brett Johns against Montel Jackson. Uh, Brett Johns, Welsh. Um, Montel Jackson, American. Uh, Jackson just basically um, had a good first round, but... Yeah. Brett Johns um, took this one um, and wins by decision. Great because he had he had post fight banter with Paul Felder at the end. Did you see his post fight? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember what he said. Oh, the gingers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, man. About the sun. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I got that ginger in me. I, I love it. I think he's fucking brilliant, and he, he showed a lot of charisma. Brett Johns, a fair play to him. Yeah, I, like, it was good, mate. British fighters. I'm telling you, there's something. I thought he was in trouble. Like that first round, I think. Is it Jackson like popped him with a straight left? Correct. I was like, wow, he's got his striking on a different level and then didn't really do much after that. Correct. Yeah, he dropped him. Yeah, he did drop him. But then uh, Brett just put it on him with more. Yeah, basically, it was a close fight, but Brett just had a bit more control time, I think. Like up against a clinch and just sort of putting it on him and just kind of weighed him down. So, yeah, it was a really, really good fight. And I've just, as I mentioned, a bit of ginger banter at the end. Love all that. Um, Lightweight fight was next. Joe Duffy against Joel Alvarez. Really, really quick finish from Alvarez. It was a guillotine. Do you remember this one? Yeah, it was. A, it was. I thought it was. It was a sick fight as well. Up until that, like the leg kicks and stuff, they were just trading. You could just the way you could hear it as well. I was like, Jesus Christ! And then, yeah, it was a fucking especially against like a submission guy. Yeah. They are all the submissions are flying out at the moment. Absolutely, yeah, love it. There's a lot of finishes coming out which I love. We've spoken about this before, but if I'm watching a card and there's ten finishes in the first fight round, yeah, love no, it, yeah. fucking love oh, it, yeah, mate. Yeah. I don't understand what people want. Oh, it's a word of war. Shut up. <laughs> um, I was just with the with these guillotine. Like, 
when you're going in for a single leg, um, it's one of those things where it's, people don't get caught in those guillotines as much as you'd think. Do you know what I mean? They're quite hard to get. Like when you're going in for a single leg, you're basically putting your head into yeah. their it's armpit. Weird. It's weird because loads of people do it like that, but you're meant to put your head in the middle of their chest. So they obviously, but then people just, well, I guess you've got so much to think about. You need to avoid knees and elbows, shit like that. And it's just... Maybe people are just good at getting out of them, I guess. Or Maybe. Just... just train for it all the time, yeah. I'm guessing so. Um, next fight was Nad Nirmani against Grant Dawson. Uh, Nad Nirmani, again from the UK, fucking coming England. Um, this was a catchweight fight, Pete, 150 pounds. Uh, Dawson kicks Nad and stumbles, uh, but then got up with a flying knee, really dominant from Dawson, um, had his back. Uh, Nad got out, but it was a unanimous decision for Grant Dawson. Do you remember this one? Yeah, Any thoughts on this good. one? Yeah, he's good. He looks really good. Good, but good back and forth on that one. Uh, and then the main prelim of the fight was Cardis um, Ibrahimov against Roman Deladze. So this is the one that we mentioned. This is That's the guy the from Georgia, Georgia, Pete. What did you think of this guy? It's weird, like, but like entertaining as well. Like he just, there's definitely something about him. Um, and yeah, when they, when they, because obviously they were talking, they were talking quite a bit about. They've spoke to him before, and he said he's not. This isn't his real passion. He just sort of does it and stuff. He said his other family members do all certain jobs, and he's like, "Oh, I just wanted to give this a go." Yeah. And then he puts in a performance. <laughs> it's just like, okay, maybe you should uh, take this a bit more serious. He said, "It's not my dream, but it's my goal." That's it. That's what That's he it. said. When he shouted, yeah, he shouted a bisping at the end. Yeah, yeah, because they said they kept saying it before, like it's not my dream, and then he said, "It's not my dream," but mate, fuck, absolute fucking savage. Um. He went. He went for a head kick, I think, yeah. but then ended up kneeing him. The guy sort of like knelt in, uh, dove in, but like, yeah, like um, it it, it was just funny because every little moment he was reacting to. So I think he checked. He checked one of the other guy's kicks, and it must have hurt the other guy. And he's like, "Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah." He's just like, "Yeah." And then there was like a punch. And he's like, oh, "I got you there." It's just like, it just seemed like he was enjoying it. And I love fighters that do that. I love Holloway. Holloway does that. Yeah, yeah. Like if Holloway rocks you and your legs go funny, he starts like yeah, yeah. going funny as well. I love it. I yeah, think, yeah. I remember that because that other guy. I think he. People keep doing this. They keep when they. There's been loads of like people checking leg kicks. Yep. And sorry, they sort of raise their leg up behind them like like heel to butt right and it, as if to say like oh fuck that like uh, and he just yeah, it's just the way he pointed he's like oh <laughs> got you there <laughs> i love it yeah really um entertaining as well in his post-fight interview but i just love fighters with a bit of charisma bruv like yeah, just fucking, it, yeah i love it i love it um so fair play to him uh we'll see what we'll see what happens if he even stays being a fighter who knows but he was an absolute fucking savage mate so fair, fair play to Delidza. um all right moving on to the main card first fight was pantoho against askarov in the flyweight division <laughs> i remember watching this fight and then you watch a heavyweight fight, like one of my. Oh, oh, now that we do this pod, and you know, I know we're fucking. Don't get me wrong, we ain't got a million listeners or whatever. But now that people are seeing that me and you enjoy fighting enough to get together once a week and talk about it, it's bringing the people around us more in, into yeah. fighting, especially now that football's uh, you know changed. Shit, Shit correct. <laughs> um, and yeah, people are coming into fighting. So um, shout out to Phil Erd. He was sort of talking to me a bit about the fight, and he said like, he said I've just got a few questions, um, and he was just like. What like when are, are the different fights in the different weight classes different? Like if I'm if I'm looking for knockouts, what should I look for? Blah blah blah. And all I basically said to him was, like heavyweights, there's rarely any grappling. Really, like it's always knockouts and clinch fighting. And then I said, I'll be honest with you, bruv. If you want to get a real view of what MMA is, watch the lighter divisions. Right. I said that to him as I'm texting him. As I'm texting him, this fight starts um, between um, Pantejo and Askarov. In the first minute, there was four submission attempts. 
right? In the first minute, they're just scrambling all over the place. Just transition scrambles, fighting, because they're so little Mm. and in shape. Like, you can't... The pace was incredible. Um, Also, Asuka Askarov is deaf. That's it, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) It was saying someone was like... Someone was saying, saying, like, his corner should be telling him this. <laughs> Paul Feld is like, or I think it's Paul Feld, he's like, yeah, he, he can't hear him. Like, he's deaf. He's deaf. If I was my corner, I'd be telling him to do this. <laughs> like, you know. Sign language. Um, mate, unanimous decision for him. It was, yeah, he's like, he all, the, what you said about, like, that geezer sounding like Khabib earlier. Like, he looked like a miniature, like Khabib, just yeah. the weight on him, dragging him, like, all the stuff he was doing just to hold him down in place and just... Yeah, it was a fucking sick fight. Unbelievable. Yeah, fair play. I, I've always been a big fan of flyweights. Like even when I used to watch like Mighty Mouse, I knew I was watching something special. I just yeah. I, even with Cejudo and um, with TJ and all that kind of stuff, I love watching the smaller fighters because I know there's going to be action. But again, you know, hopefully they'll be as big as the heavyweights one day, uh, figuratively. Figuratively, obviously. Um, flyweight division. We had Ariane Lipsky against Luana Carolina in the flyweight division. <sighs> What a fucking, fucking nasty! What a submission, Pete. Talk no, to me about this. That was disgusting. I was like, <laughs> straight away, that like she, she just looked like I don't know. I think she caught her of a few shots, and the other girl was a bit like, oh fuck, bit even taken back by the striking. And then mm-hmm. when he went down, it was like I was sitting there trying to look, trying to figure out what was going on. It was like they were both trying to figure out what they could grab from that angle. Yeah. And then when I saw her like position her like leg onto her hip and then so she had some leverage. I was like, oh fuck. And then when she, when she got that other, if I was that other girl, I would have tapped before she even pulled my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. It was a really, so it was such a good fight though. Lipsky. Um, so she dropped Luana straight away and ends up in the guard. Ariana grabs hold of the leg, bends it back in an absolute savage knee bar. And then you could just hear Carolina writhing in pain. A like wicked screenshot as well. And it's just, obviously that girl screaming on the floor, but the, uh, Lipsky's face is just she's putting everything into it she's just grim, like, gritting her teeth just like fuck, oh man it's fucking horrible there was a bit like you say like about when she positioned her body because she you could the commentators know what's going on and they went oh she's got she's she's got a potential knee bar here she's yeah, got a potential yeah. knee bar and then she like you said moved her whole body yeah, she had to like position it's almost like when you see people getting ready for like a Kimura yeah and they're sort of like they get to a certain position around someone's back and then they're like oh now they're in trouble it's just like I don't think the other girl even realised what was coming. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, just to hear her. Did she, was it a verbal tap or did she, I think she actually did tap she in the end. <laughs> just with that no crowd as well. It's just that sickening, like fucking up she's right. Yeah, no, yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah, a horrible. Fingers crossed. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Knees crossed, she'll be all right. Um, yeah, great, great win for, um, for, for, for Lipsky there. Um, fair play to her. Next fight, Pete, again, uh, English fighter, Mark Diakise against Rafael uh, Viziev. Some great shots landed by both. Really, really good striking on display. Really big um, body kicks. I've just put, there was banging action throughout this. Um, I put one of these up on my story because Viziev did the uh, Matrix move yeah. with the kick. So Unbelievable, bro. He was good at the beginning because I didn't know he, I didn't know he, he was the, well, I don't know whether he's the head striking coach at Tiger, but like. Muay Thai, yeah. yeah obviously he's, he's one of the striking coaches. So they, obviously they were saying that's one of the biggest sort of like tie camps in the world and it, that's where a lot of people train. Like Shevchenko and Peter uh, Pityan mm-hmm. trains there as well. So mm-hmm. it's like for the coach to be in, it's almost like it reminded me of um, when I was younger and I first did karate. And then we went to Lord's Leisure Centre and I really wanted to like 
not it wasn't really fighting, but it, it was weird. It was. It was like obviously I was a little kid. Yeah. And you could sign up, and I think I don't even know whether they give your headgear or not. I think it was maybe just kicks and punches to the body. Okay. With little gloves and stuff, and I was like, my mum, I really want to do it. She said, No, I was fucking fuming. <laughs> I didn't really do karate after that. Um, <laughs> but I remember our coach went against like a rival school's coach oh shit fucking got the shit beating out of him no like, way bad. like his nose was bleeding at the end and like this other guy just looked like didn't look like your typical karate like instructor the other guy he was like covered in tattoos fuck he looks it looked like he was on something <laughs> and our poor coach is just like oh like fuck actually that's probably why i didn't go back yeah <laughs> you can't teach me and mate I, that's what i mean so like for this guy he's obviously gone out then he just literally just showed how good he was against someone like dear casey who's a sick striker and it I think that's what Dia Casey probably was pissed off about at the end. Right. Because that's that's what he is. He's a striker. Yeah. So he's probably thinking, oh, I have trouble with submissions and people who take me down. But now you've come up against this guy who's like just on another level. On but, another level yeah. with the striking. It was a unanimous decision for him in the end. But I fucking love this fight. This was absolute mm. war. Um, so, yeah, fair play to, to Fiziev. I'm interested to see what happens with him next. Pete, then we had the main events. Kelvin Gastelum against Jack Hermanson. What did you think of this? Yeah, he looks like. I was trying to. I was trying to think in that division whether there's anyone like him that's a submission threat like that. Right. I think before, like years ago, it was like Jacare. That was the sort of guy. Like if he gets you down, you're in trouble. Mm. But this Tamanson, he just looks like if he fucking. It's, it's almost instant as well. It's like straight down, straight straight attacking. He doesn't hold you there for like the round and try and tap you with shots and then like try and wear you out it's just like straight to the submission mad mad i always find it interesting when i see people going for the legs as well so we got um he got him in a heel hook um and yeah it was just yeah unbelievable unbelievable um this is the kind of fight though where if they fought like 10 times there'd be like five different yeah, outcomes yeah, do you know what like, i mean like kelvin could have banged him yeah, one time I don't or whatever you realize how much trouble he was in like, yeah just like the other girl like just they didn't really do much about it, to be honest. Yeah, dangerous. So a dangerous fight, dangerous fight from for Jack Hermanson there. Um, and then we've got the main event of the evening, Pete, was uh, Benavidians uh, against Davison Figueredo for the Bantamweight title. Pete, what did you think about this one? Yeah, even though it was total like dominance, it was, um, I don't know, it was, <laughs> it was just like Figueredo just, to be honest, I was impressed with... Um, Benavidez is like just how he just kept going. Mm. I think he wanted it so much, and then to for for Figueredo to just like demolish him like that. After obviously after he's made weight now, so there's no excuses. Mm. It's almost like where does that Benavidez just? I don't know. I think he must just think fuck this. Like it must be in it. Like you just where, yeah. Where does he where yeah, does he like, go from here? Like, like I don't know. He's been there, he's been there for like yonks, and he like he's been there since he beat he beat Sahudo right. He, I think he beats Huda. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, so like he knows he's that. He knows he's good, but I think at this stage, it's like I think even Joe Rogan said he's like Jesus Christ. It's like the Figueredo era. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's been around for a while as well, he's just sort of stepped it up. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a sick fight. Like just total dominance. Yeah, it just completely like uh, it's bad when uh, I don't like seeing people get choked unconscious. That's the only thing. Like you can tap out, like, yes. and it's just horrible. Like, not horrible. Well, well, but... did, how, how well did he do to keep? He got out of about three or four attempts. Yeah, so like he can't keep doing this. Like, he just <laughs> there must be some other sort of defense to stop him getting that far in anyway. And he was every now and then he would like push it back off. 
and then obviously the one that he did the one that he did really get in you could just tell and I think Bisping and that was like oh that is that one's in that one's definitely yeah, in. yeah. Like, even Bisping was like he's out he's out yeah, even Bisping ref, yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 <laughs> he's out he's out it's mad that they can see it and like the ref standing right there and you can't yeah. fucking see it it's like come on mate um, <laughs> anyway so yeah some really really good cards there Pete and I know we're desperate to talk about it we're nearly coming to the end but let me just bring up this card um, because we've got big fights coming up this weekend we have uh, the prelims, um, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about them. We've got Nathaniel Wood, who I love seeing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Tanner Boza, who's Tana only Boza. recently fought. Is that, was that the knockout? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's only just recently fought as well. Turn this mic a little bit. Um, yeah, so no no real like massive names on that card there. However, Peter, we... Kimaev just fought. Straight back in there. Straight back yeah, in yeah. there. I rate that highly. Cowboy Oliveira, absolute submission beast. Paul Craig, seen him recently as well. Guy, yeah. Yep, Carla Esparza as well. Vadum against Gustafsson, Pete. Oh, so excited for that. Gustafsson going up to heavyweight. What do you think about that? I think it's a good. I think it's a good opponent to go up against in heavyweight. I don't know why. I just I had a, some. I was thinking about it today when I was driving mm. when Vadum got knocked out by JDS. Mm-hmm. Just the uppercuts and like I know he's obviously improved his boxing and stuff from that, but I think Gustafsson's a better striker. Yeah, and the way he, obviously that's how Gustafsson knocked out Teixeira, mm-hmm. just uppercuts and fuck, just the, the just the range of his punches. And I don't even know whether oh, Gustafsson that that he's that tall and that big, and he's got fucking wicked takedown events as well. Obviously, we saw that in the John Jones in fight. the John Jones fight. Yeah, so if Doom can't get him down to the floor, it should be. I think it'd be a good good fight for Gustafsson. I, I think. I hope Doom looks a bit better than his last fight. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about there. Like, just, you don't know how Gustafsson's going to come in. He might come in heavy. He might come in. He probably he's not done it before. So mm. He only knows how he feels in training. But <laughs> I was listening to uh, obviously Ben and Char, but I haven't listened to them for quite a while actually because they fucking caught Corona, the idiots. But um, he uh, was talking about Gustafsson. He's like, um, yeah, I was in Colorado in a training camp. I was heavyweight and he was light heavyweight. Um, so we just, you know, I met him first, really nice guy, started sparring him, beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, dude, I've never been, I've never had that before. He was like, he just basically beat the shit out of me it's for three rounds. Like, I, I felt, I felt, I shouldn't really feel sorry for fighters because it's like, it is what it is. But like that John Jones fight, I think he could have got the decision mm. and that would have just changed everything and just like... Yeah, he just sort of fell away a bit after that. It was but. so close. It was so mm. close. Uh, Maurizio Shogun Hua against... Uh, is that Big Nog there, Pete? Little, no, it's Little Nog. Is that Little Nog, is it? Yeah. yeah. Antonio Nogueira, what do you think about this? It's, hopefully it's just sick. Like, I think they're that old and that they've been through so many wars. It's How mad like, is it that Maurizio is still ranked as well? Like, yeah. fucking... What an animal. What an absolute animal. Yeah, and I think probably... You're looking at it, it's like... Rua's probably... Like, in the better sort of stage of his career to win even though he's coming to the end of it and he's been through all the wars like so Nogueira's been fucking banged out some absolute wars was it the the Rumble Johnson one oh when he just when he was hitting him in the he hit him in the forehead with like some I don't even know where it come from and I was like oh (laughs) usually you feel bad when someone gets hit in the nose or the chin but he hit him in the forehead and I was like oh Oh. (laughs) and then Pete Robert Whitaker against Darren Till. Go on, Till. You reckon, go on, talk, so. talk, talk to me about it, this fight. It feels like what you just said. It feels like a like a football rivalry. It's just like like England versus Australia. It's just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just excited. I hope he does. I hope he does it. What, Is he Australian or Kiwi? No, he's Aussie, isn't he? He's Aussie, yeah, isn't he? Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what do you, What do you think about this fight? To be honest, after we spoke about it, and obviously I was joking, where I was like, he's just going to run through him, <laughs> but um. I did like obviously you look back at who Whitaker's beat, mate, and how he's beat. And I suppose you could say the 
what is it the Romero one was a bit dodgy one of them was a bit yes dodgy. I agree he got dropped a few times but mm. um, yeah, I think it, it could end up being one of them because there's so much on the line as well mm. maybe it won't be like the bomb burner that everyone hopes for but like I still think it's going to be one of them like styles make fights sort of fights because it's the way that Whitaker fought against Izzy yeah he was he was he was close with his punches, but he just wasn't quite there. Mm. And he was putting everything into him, just rah, like swinging big lunging hooks, and then he was getting picked apart, which Darren Till could do to him, I guess. Um, but then we've seen just one of them lands on Till, and we've seen that he can be put out by like by Masvidal. So it's it's going to be maybe it will be a bit more cagey than what we hope. Mm. But never I know. don't know. I don't know. I th- I'm hoping for a good fight. I think it's going to be a bit of a scrap. I just think people. People just underestimate Whitaker. I think they just always have. And then you just think, mate, he's ex like he's ex champ. And I'll be honest, with Whitaker as well, he's one of those things where I didn't really see his come up. Like I didn't really pay no, I, I can't I can't really remember watching a lot I, of his fights. I remember I was in Australia when he when he won the belt mm. off of Romero. Did he win it off of Romero? I'm sure. I can't even no, remember. Was it, maybe it was like was the belt like up in the air or it was like maybe it was when GSP let it go. I can't even remember. Oh maybe. But um, I just remember sitting. I was because I, I remember I was out there with someone. I was like, I was sitting. We was watching in a pub. Obviously, it was on at like ten, eleven a.m. Mm. We was having a few drinks. I was like, watch this guy. Watch this Cuban guy. He's fuck. He's a monster. And then uh, and then all of, a, all of a sudden, this the fight started going a certain way. And I was like, oh shit! Like <laughs> I was like, this Whitaker can fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was against it was against Romero. Does yeah. it, it, it say for the that that was for the title? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, so, so yeah, won the interim UFC middleweight championship fight of the night and then promoted to undisputed champion there. And then he beat Romero again. Mm. And then obviously he lost to uh, to Adesanya. But mate, some of the people that he's beaten there, Sorry, like... Yeah, I'm looking at the ones... Do you know what I mean? He's, he's a, me, my eyes are fucking good fight. terrible. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so he's beat uh, Romero, uh, Souza, Derek Brunson, um, Uriah Hall, Ooh, Brad he lost Tavares. To, oh, look who he lost to there, though. Yeah, he, lo- he lost to <laughs> Stephen Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. But again, that's no fucking. That's no. No, no. I'm no just saying the same sort of. If that's how Till should fight, I think. Yeah. In and out. Right. So interesting. So interesting. That's all he's got to do. In and out. In and it. out. <laughs> <laughs> Easy as that. Easy as that. Easy as that. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I am away this weekend, so I'm gonna have to maybe watch this even Monday. I've prob. I've kind of. I've accepted that I'm probably gonna know by the end of the weekend who won the fight because I can't obviously stay off my phone because. A millennial, but we'll see what happens. Peter, anything else from yourself, mate? Um, oh, they were, what did I write on my phone? I've turned it off now. Um, one bit really made me laugh. Let's finish on a funny note. Go on. Um, what we were talking about, Felder and Bisping. There was one bit, I can't remember what card it was, but he was like, <laughs> Paul Felder was like, it's weird because... We're watching these fights, and then you go. I go out to the bathroom to go to the toilet, and it's daylight outside, yeah. which, which doesn't usually happen. Yeah. And then Bisping said something, and whoever the other guy was was like, oh, "Maybe you should have a coffee or something like that." And he's like, "Yeah, maybe a cocktail." <laughs> and, then, and then they said to Bisping, "What well, you can have?" He was like, "I'll be having several of those later." On. Yeah. <laughs> They must just be having such a good time. Maybe a whiskey. And yeah. then he oh, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> they must just finish the fights. What do you reckon the, the main card must finish at like midday or Yeah, I was gonna off, say ten eleven. Straight out to the beach or whatever and just oh man. So weird, isn't it? Really so go, weird. Really what the life of a UFC commentator. Yeah. Uh wicked. Anyway, we'll thank you. Yeah, we'll get there one day. Anyway, we've got a podcast, don't need to commentate. We're our own bosses. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and watching. Um now that me and Peter finally met. 
Um, we have, we can <laughs> we can now do this once a week a bit better. Um, thanks very much for listening. Get in touch with the show if you'd like us to talk about anything in particular at Strike Thoughts. You can email strikethoughts at gmail.com. Check out Show Motion Studios uh, and you can check out all the pods from us there. We've got two peas in a pod, Scene of the Grime and Strike Thoughts as well. Peter. Sick. Sweet. Go on, Till. Go on, Till.